Hi, welcome to The Way Things Go There. I'm Tiff Cohen. Today's episode is actually the first episode that I ever recorded after I decided that I was going to start this podcast. I recorded it back in May. It's currently July and, you know, life happens and a lot has happened that I would love to add to it. So I'm going to play the episode as I recorded it from May. And at the end, I'm just going to add a few things that came up when I thought about this, this topic. So thanks again for stopping by and here's today's episode. On today's episode, we are going to talk about a poem from the book, If My Body Could Speak by Blythe Baird. Since it's just a poem, I'm going to read the whole thing. And then I'm going to talk about the one line that really stood out to me. So it's called Dress Code. A pantome, sent home, 11 years old, violation of the dress code, skirt, not enough, you, too much, 11 years old. Beware of boys, all cave, no man, skirt, not enough, you, too much. Mature prematurely, become woman early, beware of boys. All cave, no man. When you get dressed, think about the message you're trying to send. Mature prematurely, become Mormon early. Having a body implies public property. When you get dressed, think about the message you're trying to send. The principle measures my hemline, ruler to thigh. Having a body implies public property. How can my body say something I don't? The principle measures my hemline, ruler to thigh, violation of the dress code. How can my body say something I don't? Sent home. I'm not sure if you went to a school that had a dress code, but the dress code is not for boys. The dress code is for girls because boys apparently have no self-control. They are taught that it is not their fault for wanting to sexualize the girls that they go to school with. It is the choice of the girl. And so the line that really stood out to me was, when you get dressed, think about the message you're trying to send. When boys get dressed, it's usually for comfort. I have an eight-year-old son and he does not care. He doesn't care if it matches. He doesn't care if there's toothpaste stains down the front or if it's the ninth day in a row he's wearing it. If it's comfortable, if it's easy to put on, he's wearing it. He doesn't think about what message he's trying to send when he does that. And to be honest, I don't think about it either. Sometimes I make him change when there's excessive stains on his clothes because you know I don't want him to look like a latchkey kid or whatever, but I do think about what my daughter wears. She is five, and when she goes to school, especially when the weather gets warmer, I think, are those shorts too short? When she raises her hands, does her midriff show? Is her shirt too tight? And she's five, and I think this because I have been told, you know, what message are you sending with the clothes that you wear when you go out? And a lot of it came when I was in my early 20s and I was going to the the club. You know, I showed a lot of skin. I wore a lot of stuff that, you know, I would never dare wear today. A lot of bandanas for shirts. 
a lot of low-rise jeans that I cut the tops off and then like folded the loops of the the belt loops down so they could be even lower so my my thong would pop out the top you know that kind of thing and why was I doing that and when I think back of why I was doing that I was doing it because I thought it was cute I thought I was creating a style. I wasn't wearing those clothes in hope that some boy would look at me and want to sexualize me. Maybe I I dressed that way because I wanted some girl to think I was cool and want to be my friend, but never to be a sex object. And I think this consideration of my daughter when she is only five years old is unfair. Because her goal in wearing those shorts or wearing that shirt is not to be sexy to her five-year-old classmates or her 20 and 30-something-year-old male teachers in her school. She just wants to be comfortable. And I think it's so unfortunate and it needs to change. It changes with us as parents by letting our daughters wear what's comfortable and telling our sons that it doesn't matter what a girl wears. It's not for you, it's for them. And if you have a problem controlling your emotions or your feelings by what another girl is wearing, then we should talk about it. You should talk about it with someone that you trust because it's not her fault that you're having those feelings. It's your fault and feelings aren't bad. It's just you have to know what to do with them. So yes, when you get dressed, think about the message you're trying to send. How do we create a message of, I'm comfortable, or I want to look cool because I want to make friends, and not it automatically be the objective of, I want to be sexualized by men or boys. So the next time you think about dressing your daughter or you as a woman decide to get dressed, think about why you're wearing what you're wearing. Is it because you want to wear that or because of what people will think your intentions are when you wear it? And when someone brings up a dress code or makes a comment that you're trying to do something you're not with your clothes, go there. Tell them what you think. So it's been a few months since I recorded this episode and a lot has happened nothing surprising. (laughs) One thing in particular that recently happened, for those of you who are not part of the Peloton family, number one, I highly encourage you to try it. It changed my life. It's not like the other fitness programs that you've probably all tried. The whole purpose is mental health and just becoming stronger and healthier. There's no mention of losing weight or getting a six pack or building giant muscles or making your waist smaller. None of they, they never talk about that. It's always about treating yourself well, self care, and making yourself stronger. So that's my mini Peloton pitch. So recently, Lizzo released a new album, and Peloton does what they call artist series. So across all the disciplines on the platform, they will release um, classes that have just that artist songs. So like they'll have a strength class, a cycling class, a running, a yoga, all with, you know, that artist's work. They were releasing another Lizzo series. They had one previously, but she has a new um, album coming out 
And what ended up happening was during the cycling class, Lizzo herself came in to join the class and ride the bike. And throughout, she ends up singing and she has some of her dancers come in, perform, and it was just a whole experience. I did take it and I highly recommend it if you have not taken it yet and you are on Peloton. It was very different than anything that they've ever put out. It really focused on what we can do together and how we can inspire others and how others inspire us and how other people being amazing and being great doesn't mean that we aren't, doesn't take anything from us and that we should learn from that and build on that and use that as inspiration to do our own thing and be our own star and be our own inspiration. But also what came with that was people making comments about Lizzo is a larger bodied woman. None of the instructors at Peloton are. They're all very thin or very muscular or just they they exist in small bodies. And what they wear when they teach class is usually just, you know, an exercise bra and workout pants, so skin tight pants. And no one has problems with that, right? Everyone's like, oh yeah, they're a workout instructor. They're essentially in a bra and yoga pants. But Lizzo is also wearing the same thing. She's wearing an exercise bra and yoga pants. But people were upset about it. People were like, oh, she shouldn't be wearing that. She's too big to be wearing that. The dress code is very different based on the size of your body. If you have larger legs, shorts are going to sit differently on your body. And if it says, you know, your shorts have to be X amount of inches above your knees, that's going to apply differently to you. How people tend to view something on a smaller body versus on a larger body is different. What may be acceptable on a smaller body may be considered too sexy or salacious or whatever word you want to use on a larger larger body because of the curves that are there. The larger body is usually seen as either too sexy or not accepted. And both of those categories are not okay, whether you're a grown woman and especially as a young child. And I think we are conditioned as as young children to go along with this because of these dress codes. And I also think we're conditioned by what kind of role models we have. Representation matters so much. When I was a young kid, I was a big kid. I was a really big kid. And I don't remember seeing anyone who looked like me on TV or in movies, unless it was, you know, the kid that was getting picked on. I was never the main character. I was told, you are not main character material. That's what I was told. And young kids, they keep that with them, right? And when we have people who represent us in the media and in our classrooms wearing all kinds of different things that they feel comfortable in, it changes things, right? It gives you empowerment to wear what you want to wear without thinking about what message am I sending? Or are my boobs too big to wear this? Because what message am I sending if I wear this shirt and you see my cleavage? Hmm? Or what message am I sending if I wear these pants and you see that I have a big butt? Guess what? My butt's still big, even if I'm not wearing tight pants, right? So what I believe that the the Lizzo experience made me think of this Blythe Baird poem was, you know, we start with these ideas as a young child 
and we take these dress codes that were imposed on us in school and we take them into our adulthood. We think, oh, we have to wear this because otherwise it sends this message. And when your body is different from what is the default body, because that's being represented in the media, then it's a whole different ballgame. Okay. And then we can bring so much more intersectionality in here. If you are a dark skinned woman wearing something, it's more likely that it's unacceptable for you to wear something, but acceptable for someone who has white skin and may even still be larger to wear that. So how do we stop it? We start, we stop it by starting to put people of all different body types on the screen and on print and in your, I want to date myself here, in your CD player or whatever, on your iPod or in your Spotify shuffle, we stop it by starting to demand companies to represent all of us and not just what some white man in Ohio decided was the acceptable version of a body and then made sure that 12-year-old Becky knew that her body was sending a message just by existing in its form. We also have the more universal issue that we know that's been going on is the reversal of Roe v. Wade and how they're going to handle cases of rape, cases of abuse. This has come back forever of, well, what was she wearing? You know, what was she doing? What was, how was she tempting this predator to make it okay for him to do these terrible things to her? And I think dress codes really impose that at such a young age of, you know, what message are you sending when you're wearing that? Is the message saying, I'm inviting you to touch me even though I don't want you to touch me? So when I'm older, you know, I, I don't give the wrong message. Then I'm clearly stating that I want to be touched if I wear this type of outfit. This part makes me really angry. It it makes me beyond angry that the message is always on the woman of what her intent was with what she's wearing or how she was acting or if she was drunk, you know? So it really is equally important to teach young boys and men that it doesn't matter what a woman is wearing. It is not an invitation for any behavior at all. I think if a dress code didn't lean so much on girls, boys wouldn't recognize that, you know, it's on them, you know? They wouldn't feel that it's, you know, their biological need to do what they're doing. And if they didn't see the flesh of this girl, he wouldn't feel the feelings that he's feeling. And that's bullshit is what it is. It's equally as as important to tell your young boys and young men and older men, apparently, what a woman wears is not for you. It's for them. And sometimes other women, so they think they're cute. That's it. So I encourage you to go there the next time someone says, oh, that little girl shouldn't be wearing that. Why do you think that? Why do you think that little girl shouldn't be wearing that? Is it because her body's too big? What kind of message is it sending? Is that little girl wearing that? Because that's just comfortable, right? The mom and me would be like, oh, does she have sunscreen on her belly if she's wearing a crop top or something? But like, other than that, that should be your only concern. And that probably isn't your concern anyways. It's just me being me. But go there. Go there to yourself because I know I do it. I still do it. And I have to catch myself and think, why do I think that, right? I need to let my daughter express herself however she wants, especially right now at the age that she is, because she doesn't 
have the world telling her that she's sending the wrong message by wearing whatever it is that she wants to wear. Thanks again. Go there and have hope.